0: In the movie, As Good As It Gets, it stars Jack Nicholson and Helen Hunt. There's a scene in the movie where Melvin, the character played by Jack Nicholson, is going to take Carol, the character played by Helen Hunt, to a restaurant, and he doesn't know there's a dress code. He doesn't realize there's a dress code. Now, you need to understand something about Melvin in the movie. Melvin doesn't like anybody. He has a distrust, he has a dislike, he has a hatred for the human species. And he's rude, and he's obnoxious, and he's obsessive-compulsive, and he's just got a lot of problems. He eats breakfast at the same table, at the same restaurant, every day at the same time. And that happens to be where Carol works. And he takes an interest in Carol, and he asks Carol out, and they go to this restaurant. And again, he doesn't know there is a dress code. You're probably familiar with dress codes at restaurants. If you want to eat there, you got to wear the right clothing. If you don't want to wear the right clothing, you can go to McDonald's or Whataburger or Cracker Barrel. There's really not too many restaurants around here that require a dress code. But it's all about the clothing. It's all about the clothing. Now, check this out. In this movie with Melvin, when they get to the restaurant and he doesn't know that there's a dress code, they offer him a jacket and a tie. You've probably seen that in movies. Maybe you've worn um, what they provide you at a nice restaurant. They provide him with an extra jacket and a tie, and he says, I'm not wearing that. Probably because of his obsessive compulsive disorder. He's not going to wear something that somebody else has worn. Even if it's been cleaned, he he can't do that. And so he rejects the clothing, and if you've seen the movie, he just leaves. He leaves her standing there, Helen Hunt, Carol, leaves her standing there, gets in his car, drives to a clothing store, says, I want that and that, gets his own jacket and his tie, and he goes back. He's offered clothing, and he rejects it, and he goes and gets his own clothing. We continue our series called Clothed with Christ. And we're defining what it means to be clothed with Christ. What does that look like? And today, I want you to, if if you forget everything else, I want you to remember this. There was an exchange of clothing that took place at the cross. There was an exchange of clothing that took place at the cross. Let's read some verses. Jesus spoke to them again in parables, saying, "...the kingdom of heaven is like a king who prepared a wedding banquet for his son." He sent his servants to those who had been invited to the banquet to tell them to come, but they refused to come. Then he sent some more servants and said, Tell those who have been invited that I prepared my dinner and everything's ready, come to the wedding banquet. But they paid no attention and they went off. The king was enraged. Then he said to his servants, The wedding banquet's ready, but those I invited did not deserve to come. Go to the street corners and invite to the banquet anyone you find. So the servant went out into the streets and gathered all the people they could find, and the wedding hall was filled with guests. But when the king came in to see the guests, he noticed a man there who was not wearing wedding clothes. How did you get in here without wedding clothes? Then the king told the attendants, Tie him hand and foot and throw him outside into the darkness where there will be weeping and gnashing of of teeth. The first half of this parable, it's a really interesting parable. The first half of this parable deals with those who were invited and chose not to come. The second half of the parable is about those who were then invited and did come. And Jesus says, this is what the kingdom of heaven is like. This is what the kingdom of heaven is like. So he's defining the kingdom of heaven. And we know that the king is referring to God. And we know that the son is the son of God. And we know based on history back then and even today, there's going to be people who don't want to attend and they're not interested in the banquet. And then Jesus talks about this one guy. This one guy. The one guy who came and he wasn't dressed right. He wasn't clothed right. Not wearing wedding clothes. His garments were not right. And we know from previous lessons in our series that we need to be clothed with Christ. We need to be clothed with salvation. We need to be clothed with righteousness. And this parable illustrates that if you're not wearing the right clothes, you're not going to spend eternity in heaven. If you're not wearing the right clothes, you're not going to spend eternity in heaven. You've got to be dressed appropriately. You've got to be clothed with Christ. And that's what we've been looking at. At the end of World War II, the Russian head of state gave an elaborate banquet honoring visiting British Prime Minister Winston Churchill. The Russians arrived in their best formal wear or their military dress uniforms, but their honored guests did not. Churchill arrived wearing his famous zipper coveralls that he had worn during the German bomb attack in London. He thought it would provide a nostalgic touch the Russians would appreciate. They didn't. They were humiliated and they were insulted that their prominent guest of honor had not considered their banquet worthy of the best clothes. Wearing the best clothes in certain situations is the right thing to do. Wearing the right clothing to match the occasion... So, you know, there's many people who are very, still very staunch about that. There's many people in here who are still very staunch about that. When you walk into a church building, you're going to be dressed a certain way. You, you believe that. You're staunch about that to the point that you think everybody ought to dress the way you dress. You go to a wedding. You kind of expect people to dress a certain way. You go to a funeral, you kind of expect people to dress a certain way, and when they don't dress a certain way, it's irritating to you, but you know in this day and age that you never know what people are going to wear at weddings or funerals or even in the church building. So in the telling of this parable about the kingdom of heaven, Jesus illustrates why this guy gets tossed. He gets tossed from the wedding banquet. The king notices and he says, how'd you get in here? How'd you get in here? And the guy is speechless. He doesn't say anything. The king even wants him to, he's kind of given him an opportunity to justify, How did you get in here? And the guy has no reasonable excuse. So, why the parable? Why the parable about wearing the right clothes? Well, again, Jesus says this is what the kingdom of heaven's like. And to illustrate, God invites everyone to the banquet. God has always invited everyone to the banquet, but also to illustrate that if you want to attend the banquet, you got to wear the right clothes. There's a certain kind of clothing. There is appropriate clothing. You've got to be clothed with Christ. I know we've used this verse um, several times throughout this series, but it really illustrates the exchange of clothes that took place at the cross. When we come to the cross of Jesus, we take our sin-stained garments, we take our clothing, we take our garments that are stitched with sin and ripped with rebellion, and we hang those on the cross, all of our garments, and we give those to Jesus. In exchange, Jesus gives us his garments. Jesus clothes us with salvation. Jesus clothes us with righteousness. Here's what we reading. Let me go to this next one. It was our pains he carried, our disfigurements, all the things wrong with us. It was our sins that did that to him, that ripped and tore and crushed him, our sins. He took the punishment And that made us whole. Through His bruises, we get healed. So that means at the cross, I know we've talked about, I know Scripture says they stripped Him of His clothes, but the clothes that He wore were our sinful garments. So that means at the cross, Jesus became a liar and a cheat and a drunk and an alcoholic and an adulterer and an abuser and a homosexual, and a prostitute, and an idolater, and a thief, and a swindler, and someone who is sexually immoral. You name the sin, you name your sin, and those are the clothes that He put on at the cross. Those are the garments that we bring to the cross. That's part of the exchange. Jesus even says, give me those clothes. Jesus wants those clothes. Jesus wants to wear our clothes. Jesus wants the exchange. But remember, God says there is an exchange. So God made him who had no sin to be sin for us. He put on our sinful clothing to be sin for us so that in him, here's the clothing we get, we might become the righteousness of God. We give Jesus our sin stained garments. God gives us the righteousness of Jesus. He has clothed me with garments of salvation. We sing a song, pretty regular, that illustrates the clothing exchange. It's called Hallelujah, what a savior. Man of sorrows, what a name. Or the Son of God who came. Ruined sinners to reclaim. Hallelujah. What a savior. Bearing shame and scoffing rude, in my place condemned He stood. Sealed my pardon with His blood. Hallelujah, what a Savior. Guilty, vile, and helpless we. Spotless Lamb of God was He. Full atonement, can it be? Hallelujah, what a Savior. He wore a crown of thorns so that we can wear a crown of righteousness. There was an exchange that took place at the cross. God sent His Son so that we could change clothes, so that we could attend the wedding banquet. We're going to partake of the Lord's Supper at this time. We've got two tables down front. We've got two tables in the back. When you partake of the Lord's Supper, I I can't tell you what to think. I can't tell you what to focus on. But I want to remind you that an exchange of clothing took place. And when Jesus was on the cross, He was wearing our sinful clothes so that we could be clothed in righteousness. Let's pray. movie As Good As It Gets, Jack Nicholson just refused to wear the clothing that was provided by the restaurant. He was not going to wear the clothing that was provided to him. That's, that's really not that far-fetched because we still do the same thing today. We still want to come to Jesus and wear our own clothes. We still want to come to Jesus and be dressed the way we want to be dressed. Just like growing up when I was younger and mom would put out my Sunday clothes and say, this is what you're wearing. I don't know about you, but I would pitch fit and fuss and I don't want to wear and don't want to wear and don't want to wear and we still do that as adults and sometimes we want to clothe ourselves in what we think we need to wear to get to the wedding banquet and so we will clothe ourselves with our accomplishments and we will clothe ourselves with our work and we will clothe ourselves with our relationships and we try to clothe ourselves with our good deeds because we feel like if I can just bring something to the table if I can just bring my own clothes and in essence, we reject Jesus and we reject the clothes that He's providing for us. So you have a choice today. You, you can bring your own clothes and try to get into the wedding banquet. And the parable says um, God's going to toss us out because we're not dressed appropriately. We're not clothed with Christ. Again, I just I love this verse from various translations our best efforts are grease stained rags our best deeds of rightness are like a polluted garment so you can try to wear those clothes and god's going to say you can't get in you can wear those clothes to the cross and give them to jesus and you'll be invited to the banquet so again what does it mean to be clothed with christ you're all sons of god through faith in christ jesus For all of you who were baptized into Christ have clothed yourselves with Christ. And even at that verse, there's people who will say, I'm not wearing those clothes. I'm not wearing those clothes. You know, it's one thing for people to be baptized and come up and we say, hey, we've got some clothes back here. And they'll say, I'm not wearing those clothes. I bring my own clothes. It's still okay. You can bring whatever clothes you want to get down into this liquid grave. But to reject the clothing that you get, that we get when we come out of there, that's your choice. But if you're not clothed with Christ, this parable really illustrates that you're not going to get in to the wedding banquet. You know, clothes are important for eternity, so here's what we read. Meanwhile, we groan, longing to be clothed with our heavenly dwelling, but I have to stop right there. Are we longing to be clothed with our heavenly dwelling? Because sometimes it's like, I just want to wear my earthly clothes. I just want to stay here. I don't want to be in heaven. I don't want to wear those clothes. Paul says, meanwhile, we groan, longing to be clothed with our heavenly dwelling, because when we're clothed, we'll not be found naked. For while we're in this tent, these clothes, we groan in our burden, because we do not wish to be unclothed, but to be clothed with our heavenly dwelling. Here's what we read in Revelation. After this, I looked and there before me was a great multitude that no one could count. From every nation, tribe, people and language, standing before the throne and in front of the Lamb. They were wearing white robes and they were holding palm branches in their hands. They've washed their robes and made them white in the blood of the Lamb. Therefore, they are before the throne of God. So you have a choice. There's an exchange. You can exchange your clothes. That's really all baptism is. You're just changing your clothes. You're leaving your grease-stained clothes, not literally. You're leaving your grease-stained sinful self, and you're being clothed in righteousness. So we're going to sing an invitation song, and I know you pay attention to the words, but when we get to verse 4, I want you to notice what verse 4 says. The song is, Have you been to Jesus? Verse 4 says... Lay aside the garments that are stained with sin. Because you can't wear those to the wedding banquet. You can't wear those and get into heaven. you got to exchange those clothes. Be washed in the blood of the Lamb. There's a fountain flowing for the soul unclean. Oh, be washed in the blood of the Lamb. Are you washed in the blood in the soul-cleansing blood of the Lamb? Are your garments spotless? Are they white as snow? Are you washed in the blood of the Lamb? There's an exchange that took place at the cross. And Jesus says, give me all your dirty, sinful, give me everything you've done in life. Jesus says, give those to me. And in exchange, he says, here's some white robes. Come on into the wedding banquet. Think about the clothes that you're wearing right now as you stand before Jesus. Let's sing.